0: Hemorrhoids can be a real pain in the butt, causing anal itching and burning and irritation. Get fast relief with all-natural, doctor-developed and tested Anacool. Buy Anacool, A-N-A-C-O-O-L. On Amazon right now and save 15% with
1: code WABC2024. The following is a Red Apple Podcast Network presentation.
2: They say this is a big, rich town. I just come from the Poet's part like city life, I gotta make it. Welcome to Dominic
3: Carter's podcast. This is Dominic Carter's City Hall. Now, here's Dominic Carter.
0: Red Apple Podcast, Talk Radio 77 WABC. You can listen to me, Dominic Carter, Sundays, 11 p.m. to 1 a.m., weeknights at midnight. A mother's broken heart. Even with her tremendous pain, she strongly believes in backing the blue. Why? The blue backs us. At the recent day-long WABC radio event honoring the tremendous work of the men and women of law enforcement, that mother spoke. A small, unassuming woman with a powerful message of strongly Backing the police. The unspeakable happened to her. She lost her 17-year-old son, who was a basketball star, gunned down. The victim of a stray bullet. He had just graduated from James Monroe High School and planned on attending St. John's University, hoping to play basketball there. She says, our kids are getting killed every day. That, so to speak, it's like someone wants to get rid of the black population. Let's call it for what it is, black on black crime. This is my podcast. Let's go.
2: And you get that knock on the door and the doctor look at you and tell you, I'm sorry, I tried my best but I could not save your child. How much more mothers, how much more families have to hear those words before anyone do anything to change the way gun violence is? How, like, it is ripping us apart. It's like nobody cares. But I know who cares, the officers. The police officers, I know they care.
0: The woman you just heard, her name is Eve Hendricks. No parent should ever have to bury their child. Eve Hendricks says her now deceased 17-year-old son, Brandon, didn't even know his alleged killer. That her son did not live the street life but going to a barbecue can change your entire world. Her son attended a friend's summer barbecue on a Sunday in the South Bronx in 2020 and was shot allegedly by a 22-year-old stranger who fired into a group and was arrested a week later. Now, three years after that, The alleged killer of her son, Brandon, is still at Rikers awaiting trial. At the 77 WABC Back the Blue event, Eve Hendricks attended. It was a sea of blue. Police officers that played the bagpipes were on hand. Some officers in dress blues, police dogs there, police officers on department motorcycles but also numerous widows, women that have lost their law enforcement husbands in the line of duty, all with compelling life stories. Eve Hendricks was one of the women who spoke who lost her son to senseless gun violence. I want you to hear her
2: words, her story, her pain. The first thing I'm gonna say We should all stop talking about defunding. Defunding, defunding, defunding. The The same ones that everyone wants to defund is the one protecting our community. The same ones that everyone wants to defund is the same one you have protecting you and your campaign. So let's stop talking about defund. Let's talk about how can we as a community, how can we as humans put an end to gun violence? How can we save our children and their children and children after? How can we make our communities better and thus finding a way to get illegal guns off the streets and remember every illegal guns were once legal every illegal guns once was legal guns so how these guns get in the hands of these thugs these miners these criminal mind people the one that took my son life The one that is dragging me in court for three years as if I am on trial. The one getting away with delaying a trial because of the way the system is operated. We have to do better. We need to come together more. We need to get in touch with people that are not here, people like the mayor, people like the governor, people like the commissioner. We need to ask them why, why are our children keep dying? Why? Why there's no law to protect the victims? It could be any one of us. Just imagine your child laying there cold, stiff, in a bag. Just imagine your child laying there in a coffin. What would you do? You would cry, it's time to end gun violence. It's time to protect our community. It's time to change our children's way of thinking. We need more activities for these communities, for these children. We need a better way to to attach the way things are going because there are no changes and the numbers are going up every day. Babies, teenagers, elders, Everybody's being shot. None of us are safe. So yes, we need to go out and vote. We put these people in. We put them in so it's on us to take them out. If you're not doing your job, you need to be put out. We need people that cares about our community. We need people that care about our children. We need people that care about lives. We need people that are on the same team as our men in blue. Because as far as I can see, they're on their own. And we need them. I miss my son. I have sleepless nights. I hurt, I feel pain. It's not ending. Every day a mother suffers for the loss of her child, for her baby that will never return home. That look at you and say, Ma, I will see you later. And you get that knock on the door. And the doctor look at you and tell you, I'm sorry, I tried my best, but I could not save your child. How much more mothers How much more families have to hear those words before anyone do anything to change the way gun violence is? How, like, it is ripping us apart. It's like nobody cares. But I know who cares? The officers, the police officers, I know they care because they're always there for me. They're always there for other families. When I go to court, they're there. They ask, how are you doing? They do not leave you. But yet they are the one that we want to defund. Someone once said, if someone is breaking in your house, who would you call? A crackhead? I don't think so. So thank you. I really appreciate you, because I know if on that day, June 29, 2020, an officer was in the field, my son may be alive, but there weren't any. And this is a problem. We need more police officers out there in the community. We don't need to subtract, we need to add. And we need to also remember they need to go home to their families. In their uniform, they're an officer because it's their job. Out of their uniform, their husband, their fathers, their brothers, their sisters, their friend. But being said that, we need to remind the governor, the mayor, that they promise to protect us. They promise to protect our children if we elect them. And we did because we believed in them. But they are showing us that they do not care. They do not care if your child gets shot in the neck three times, five times. They do not care if on the street you are walking and someone just keeps shooting. They do not care because it's not happening to them. And until it happened to them, then they may stop and say, damn it. Enough is enough, but we don't want that. We're tired of these bloody streets. We're tired of these nightmares. We're tired of wondering if my child, my husband, if I am gonna make it back home safely. We need people who will care and protect us. So let's vote wisely. And before I go, I would like to say something. And this is just me. I listen, and I listen well. And I say to myself, the same energy, the same energy that these politicians has to put, let's say, Donald Trump in prison, Why can't they find that same energy to find a way to get guns out of the hands of criminals, to get guns out of the hands of minors, to keep our streets safe? Why? Why? We know why. But why? Aren't our children important? Aren't we important? It doesn't matter who we are, where we live. We're all people, and we all cry peace, love, and unity. We all cry peace, love, and un- unity. Life matter, it doesn't matter what color your skin is. Life matter, people matter, my son matter. And I pray to God for him to come home every day. But because of the twining and whining and confusion going on in Congress, in Washington, in Albany, I can't even get that person that killed my son senselessly to get a trial. Enough is enough. It is time to put an end to gun violence. We need to say it loud and clear. Enough is enough. It's time to put an end to gun violence. Because all life matters. Thank you so much. Thank you.
1: for an appointment or newbridgehealth.org.
0: From a mother's broken heart, Eve Hendricks, about her 17-year-old son, Brandon, the victim of gun violence, her son, who wanted to play basketball for St. John's University, had just graduated from high school, He attended a friend's summer barbecue in the South Bronx in 2020 and was shot allegedly by a 22-year-old stranger who fired into a group and was arrested a week later. Back the blue, the blue backs us. As WABC Radio held its Back the Blue Day, I also got the opportunity to moderate a panel with top area law enforcement officials. And the entire event was the idea of the station's owners, Margot and John Katsimatidis. Here is Mr. Katsimatidis as part of the panel discussion. Mrs. Katsimatidis also attended.
4: I I think it's very important uh, that the city council people that want to defund the police, that their districts know about that. I mean, it's almost like saying uh, in your just dis- tell tell the districts that in your district, your city council person almost wants to turn off nine one one. Who are you going to call if you have a problem? Who are you going to call? You're going to call nine one one. But if your city council person wants to defund the police, you're going to have less police officers, and it's wrong. But. Dominic you're on you have one you have a terrific ratings at, at, at midnight you got to tell all your people that listen to you and I'll tell all the people who listen to me and Sid will tell all the people who listen to him and Greg Kelly Ray Kelly's son will tell all the people at W. tell them out there vote for the people I don't care if they're Democrats or Republicans I don't care but vote for the people that want to support the police not defund the police.
0: Also on the back the blue panel, besides Mr. katsimatidis and you'll hear them now in this order: Nassau County Police Commissioner Patrick Ryder, Paul De Giacomo, the president of the New York City Detectives Endowment Association, and the Chief of the NYPD Transit Bureau, Michael Kemper around the country we're seeing a phenomenon where it's very difficult to get people to join police
1: agencies why why well I I think Paul said it a minute ago it's that message that you teach us to hate the police and not respect the police. Your message outside, it's about respect for the law, men and women in law enforcement. We don't ask for much. We really truly don't. We go out there and we, can, we keep our oath to protect and serve. We lay down our lives for complete strangers. What other profession does that? And None. when you look at it and they, they, and they say first responders, the true first responders, the true first responders are the men and women in law enforcement. You know, the, and this is not a knock to the fire department or any other profession out there because they're all great. But the first one to the fire is the cop in the middle of the night. The first one to that baby being delivered is the cop. The first one to that shooting, the first one to be shot at is the cop. And so when it, and when you talk about first responders, there's no, the respect level has gone down in Nassau County. We're given a test in January and the test right now, we, we had thirty four thousand people pre registered to take the test. The test ends in five days. You've got to sign up in five more days. We only have five thousand that actually signed up five thousand for the Nassau County Police Department test. And, and this is because there's a, a message out there that that is a discord that disrespects the police department. And we got to, again, the greatest job in the world is serving others. It's the most selfish thing you can do because you get that self-gratification. You get that reward. The men and women that go out there and serve are doing a phenomenal job. Greatest police department in the world. We're in that city right now. And we know that. And and, and the size alone speaks for what, what the job they have to do. <laughs> but if you go out and you disrespect the job, you disrespect the men and women, that message guns runs through through the entire family of blue and then next thing you know people are like i don't want to be a cop i don't want no part of that job wrong message the message is serve protect be part of the be part of that solution
3: just to, to jump on that and just just think about the challenge or, or the challenging work that we uh that our cops do uh each and every day i mean some of our cops are young and i'm uh, you know i'm looking at the police officers that are in this room right now and just thinking about the cops that Uh, work in the NYPD. We asked them to do such a difficult, difficult job. They're responding to this is not a Hollywood movie. This is not a TV show. Hmm. They are responding as we sit here right now throughout the city. There are cops that are responding to super complex non scripted scenarios. Think about that. And they're asked to make split second decisions that have true impact. And sometimes, sometimes those decisions that are made have to be made in split seconds as life or death uh, situations. That's just the truth. And then you have groups of people going to the videotape and frame by frame, and they spend months, sometimes years critiquing what that cop had to do in two seconds. But here's my message. My message is these cops. They're exceptional human beings and they do they do their job exceptionally. So, you know, that's just a challenge. And that's just the truth
5: about what's going on right now. You know, I'd like to just uh, bring up one point in regards to uh, policing today, the verbal and physical abuse that uh, these cops are taking on the street is is just horrendous. Um, but another entity that really brings down uh, the police department is uh, CCRB. They they are over aggressive. Uh, They bring charges against our detectives and our cops uh, and they've never walked in our shoes. Uh, That's that's my problem. You know, uh, I understand there needs to be some oversight. But when you have a college kid that has no experience in life itself and they're critiquing. cops in, in riot situations in shooting situations and bringing charges and specifications against those cops and those detectives I think it's a it's an entity that uh, that that's not productive to the people of the city and it's not productive to keeping police on this job
0: then came a telling answer from Paul DiGiacomo again, the president of the New York City Detectives Endowment Association, about when I asked him how do we fix things, his answer, and he's right. For one, parents not teaching their kids to hate police officers. How do we turn this around? How do we get back to the point where police officers are seen for what they are? absolute American heroes
5: well by doing things like we did today back the to blue is a, is a is a morale booster for the police department uh, but we have to get more people in the community involved in, in policing again uh, you got to raise the children in these communities to like the police not ha- hate the police and uh, that's just the start because every time a New York City cop goes out there whether it be for a theft, to service a petty larceny and he or she takes his handcuffs out to handcuff that individual they're putting their lives on the line and i just want to put this in perspective if you if you look over the years uh let's for instance in the transit police department every cop that was killed just about every cop that was killed in the transit police was killed over a 35 cent fare yeah. think about that and they lost their life for a fare beat right and uh and now um we're letting Fair Beats, well, not now and the Chief Kemper, but we were letting people jump to turnstile uh, with no consequences. And uh, all those cops died in vain. Until now, we, we're starting to uh, enforce those laws again. Listen, there are laws on the books, and they have to be followed. If these politicians don't want us to make these arrests, we'll take those laws off the books. And folks, think about
0: this frustration for police, round and round and around we go, this is the chief of the nypd transit bureau michael kemper
3: the consequences lack of consequences you know just talking about the subway system in new york city uh, we we find ourselves you know every day uh, arresting people Uh, and and a lot of the people that we're arresting uh, are are repeat customers Uh, you know what am i talking about repeat customers you know there are people that wake up each day uh, and 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 go to work and their job is to pray on uh, innocent uh, New Yorkers, and we see that, and far too often we find ourselves arresting the same people over and over and over again. I think uh, someone said it before, I think uh, uh, John Casimitidis said it before, like there are just some people that uh, that don't deserve to be in uh, in a civilized society, and that's unfortunate. We're not saying everyone deserves jail, that's not what we're saying. Uh, but, but some people do.
0: Chief of the NYPD Transit Bureau, Michael Kemper, the president of the New York City Detectives Endowment Association, Paul DiGiacomo, and the police commissioner of Nassau County, Patrick Ryder. Support law enforcement. Law enforcement supports you. And that is all the time we have for this episode. Thank you folks for joining us. If you are interested in my remarkable book on my life titled No Mama's Boy or even the Dominic Carter bobblehead Head Doll, go to my website or one word, DominicCarterOnline.com, DominicCarterOnline.com. If you order the book at my website rather than Amazon, I can personally sign it for you. You can catch me on 77W. WABC weeknights, midnight to 1 a.m. Go check out the Dominic Carter merchandise at the 77 WABC store. From Dominic Carter t-shirts, the hats, and much more, go to WABCRadioStore.com. Also, follow me on YouTube, where you will see videos from me about this podcast and the radio show, YouTube.com forward slash Dominic. Carter. We will see you the next time. Dominic Carter, Red Apple Podcast, Talk Radio 77, WABC.
3: Dominic Carter socials on Twitter at Dominic TV and Facebook and Instagram. Dominic Carter TV. Email at Dominic.Carter at WABCRadio.com. Until the next episode, be well. And as Dominic always says, stay positive. The glass is always half full, never half empty. Dominic Carter City Hall.